Happy Sabbath. We welcome all of you, especially if you're just coming here for the very first time. All the first timers, we welcome you to our church. One day, I sat down to eat dinner, and I noticed right away that something had gone terribly wrong. I said, Mom, what happened to the rice? The rice looked ugly. Usually the rice um, looks moist, smooth, and milky white. But on that day, and from that day on, my rice was no longer milky. It was muddy brown. Well, that wasn't the worst part. My mom would not make regular kimbap anymore. Do you guys know what kimbap is? It's that seaweed with rice all cover it. And from then on, my kimbap would be brown. That is so wrong. (laughs) My life got depressing. I mean, you know, Food is very, very important. The health message was never good news to me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful Sabbath. As we open the Bible, open our hearts also. In Jesus' name, amen. Along with the new school year, we started a new series. This is our third part. Today, the topic we'll explore together is health. Have you ever heard of New Start? How many of you guys heard New Start? Oh, a lot of you. Great. Okay. Uh, New Start has done some wonderful work of God in the Adventist church for many years. However, personally... New Start has left a somewhat negative impression on me. Okay? So it's like my home. New Start brought brown rice along with many other healthy things. I didn't ask for it. Like every morning I would wake up juicing kale every day. making soy milk every day. I was the force to drink. Oh. And you know, um, if the church went through a new start evangelistic series, it simply meant that the church potluck would be terrible from then on. You know what I mean? And you know, food at home... Um, would be healthy from then on. And you know, you you know this. uh, When we say it tastes healthy, what does that mean? It tastes bad. Delicious? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know there are a lot of healthy things that taste good. I, I, I agree. But, you know, 
it kind of became an expression, right, for undelicious things. Undelicious is a word. Look it up. And that's kind of sad because the health message of the Adventist church is a wonderful message which brought many people to Jesus Christ. Many of you will remember um, the central figure for healthy, uh, health message in the Adventist Korean church is Dr. Who. Dr. Who. Sang Gu Lee. Do you remember him? Oh, the young people really did not like his message because he just brought a lot of um, healthy food to, to churches and home. And, you know, I bet, I bet a lot of you, when you got into med school, I bet your parents said, oh, I want you to become a physician like Dr. Lee, right? I bet. Let's take a look at today's main message. I mean, passage, I'm sorry. 1 Timothy, chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. You ready? Train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Common English Bible says, train yourself for a holy life. While physical training has some value, training in holy living is useful for everything. It has promise for this life now and the life to come. I want to talk about health today. And you should really appreciate this because I know that 110% of adults in this church are in healthcare business. Okay, so we all care for health, right? But the health message did bring some confusion, especially to me. Confusion. For example, um, we taught people not to eat unclean meat following Leviticus chapter 11. But Adventist church, we left out Leviticus 12, 13, 14, 15. Just Leviticus 11. Right? About a diet. And we didn't care anything about um, regulations on childbirth, skin disease, and feminine uncleanness. Hence, the health message somehow just became a diet restriction for most of us. It became a list of things not to eat. Even vegetarianism confused me at a certain point. I don't remember when, but I began to hear that veggie meats are not what they're hyped up to be. Apparently, they're not that healthy. Is it true? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Right? Apparently, they have saturated fat, hydrogenated fat, and high in sodium. Well, not so healthy after all. I know it's probably better than meat, though. Right? And then something very interesting began to unfold lately. The scientists are discovering the benefit of plant food and the popular culture for the sake of preserving the earth and animal rights 
is advocating vegetarianism and veganism, all outside an SDA context. Now McDonald's, Carl's Jr., and Burger King serve vegetarian food. It's like, what's happening? What's happening here? Right? Do they taste good? I don't know because I never eat at Carl's Jr., McDonald's, or Burger King. There's more. There's more. Growing up in Korea, I was taught not to drink coffee or Coca-Cola. Okay? If I drank coffee or Coke, I would get in trouble by my parents. However, sometimes when I got sick, my parents would give me, you see that? Bacasti. Okay? They would give me um, medicine and then you drink with this. This is energy drink. When you get sick, you drink energy drink and you're going to feel better. Right? Um, when the church taught us not to drink coffee or Coca-Cola, uh, they didn't tell us why. They didn't explain anything. Just say, this is what you do not eat or what you do not drink. The explanation never really followed. That's why a problem like this happens because Bacchus D is like Red Bull. In fact, if you close your eyes and drink Bacchus D and Red Bull, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. And somebody in Korea in 1950s made this. 40 years before Red Bull. Okay? And guess why this is called energy drink? Because when you drink it, you get energy. It's called caffeine. Right? The reason why our church were taught not to drink coffee and, and, and um, Coca-Cola was because caffeine is bad for you. But because it's okay because it's energy drink. You know what I mean? It has way more. The little bottle has way more caffeine than Coke or Pepsi or even Mountain Dew. There is more. We noticed that a lot of vegetarians in the Adventist church were not so healthy after all because they would not eat meat uh, because it's supposed to be healthier but they wouldn't exercise. Uh, they wouldn't eat actually healthy. They actually would eat a lot of bad stuff like ramen. I know a lot of vegetarians who eat ramen a lot. And they, they eat candy, ice cream, right? Well, of course, this doesn't happen in Loma Linda because we live in the blue zone. Besides, most people don't really care about the health message until they get sick or they get older. You know, the health message is really for old people, right? Because when they get sick, when they get old, they really need the health message. So a lot of people kind of um, did not care about the health message or they declared the health message to be irrelevant. So we never found a good balance in our health message. Do you know what New START stands for? Did you know that the letters meant something? Oh, some of you, okay, 
All right, quiz. What does N stand for? N. Look at this. Good Adventism. Okay. E. Exercise. Oh, you do know. Okay. W. What's next? S. S. Sunshine. Yeah, we have a lot of that here in California. T. What does that mean? Yes, thank you. Air. Oh, we need to move out of Loma Linda. If you don't follow New Start, we got to get out of Loma Linda because we're terrible air here in Loma Linda. Don't breathe, you guys, when you go out. Okay? R. Yes, Sabbath. We love that. And the last one is what? Another T. Trusting God. Okay. When I was writing this, I was amazed that I easily remembered all of it. Okay? Just like all of you, I'm like really impressed. I'm really impressed that you remember all of them. It's so simple and basic, and I thought, it's, it's really good stuff. It is a wonderful message. But you see the diet is in the beginning, and that's it. Right? It's actually a holistic message. And then it ends with the what? Church, did you know the whole punchline of New Start is not nutrition. It's actually trusting God. It starts with the nutrition, just one part of the whole program, but it leads to what? Trust in God. New Start is a great evangelistic program which is designed to use the health message for people to live not a healthy life. Are you listening? Not a healthy life, but a holy life. Loma Linda Church, God gave the health message to the Adventist Church not for healthy living, but holy living. Not for physical health, but for spiritual health. While physical training has some value, training in holy things is useful for everything. It has promised for this life now and the life to come. When I decided to talk about health on a new balance series, I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. I was like, hey, I want to be just like truthful with everyone about my confusion with the Adventist health message. Um, But more so, I wanted to share with you the spirit of the Adventist health message, New Start, right? And try to find a balance. Like, it's not about just diet, but we got to be, we got to exercise and we got to enjoy sunlight. Um, The air part is going to be kind of hard in Loma Linda, but you know, We got this whole package, like whole program. It's great. We need to find a balance. We need to all become good Adventists and not bad Adventists. You know what I mean? Like that's what I wanted to talk about and bring back new start during new balance, okay? I was like, that's what I'm going to talk about. That was my goal. However, I discovered More than that this week, I found that 
living a healthy life wasn't even the point of our health message. The SDA health message has been always about not healthy living, but holy living. Our goal was not just to achieve a healthy life, but more importantly, a holy life. What do you think, what do you think Jesus said about health? Remember, we're going through this series like we're going to find out what Jesus did or taught to find this balance. What do you think Jesus said? You know, I was looking through the Bible. I was like, what did Jesus say about health? Can somebody tell me? Seriously. You know what Jesus said about health and diet? Not a lot. You know how much Jesus say about holiness? A whole lot. Jesus emphasized the kingdom of heaven. Not the physical kingdom, but the spiritual kingdom. Not the kingdom of power, but the kingdom of grace. He taught not just about our physical life here, but the spiritual life here and also later. After healing the sick, Jesus didn't say, now go back home and um, start your new start, okay? Change your diet, become a vegetarian. I'm not against vegetarianism, okay? It's probably better for you. It is better for you. But that's not what Jesus said. You know what Jesus said? He said, after healing somebody, Jesus said, your faith has healed you. Not your brown rice has healed you. Okay? Your faith has healed you. He said, your sins are forgiven. It was always about a healthy spiritual life to Jesus. You know, Jesus actually did uh, deal with diet. So hear me out, okay? There are a couple places I found that Jesus dealt with diet. He did feed the multitudes fish and bread. Okay? Uh, Yeah, it's kind of funny, but he did. Okay? Uh, But after feeding the multitudes... The the lesson was not about eating one meal of fish and bread, but the lesson was that he, Jesus, is the spiritual feeder. You know what happened? These thousands of people, they ate fish and bread from Jesus. They're like, you know, people are starving and that man can feed this many people. I'm going to follow him. They all... Followed Jesus everywhere. And one day Jesus said, why are you following me? And he said, I know, what, I know exactly why, I'm, why you're following me. And he said, you're following me because I fed you fish and bread. Jesus called him out. And then Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He taught about the importance of spiritual needs over physical needs. There was another occasion. Jesus also fed his disciples bread and wine in his final supper. 
And the lesson would be the most important spiritual lesson in the entire Bible. It was about the bread and wine. Jesus said his body would be broken and his blood will be shed so that all humanity would be saved by the name of Jesus. To Jesus, it was always about spiritual things. To guide people to healthy living and a better diet, traditionally, we have been using this very famous Bible verse. Okay? You know this. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? You know that? This was used all the time, right? To talk about health message. The context of this verse, right? The part about our bodies being the temple, temples of God is actually not about health or diet. It's actually about sexual immorality. The Apostle Paul instructs the believers to stay away from sexual immorality to respect our bodies. Instead of saying, this is my body and I can do whatever I please or whatever I want to do with it, uh, Paul guides us to treat our bodies as something with which we can bring honor to God. Then we see why. Why our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Apostle Paul is declaring that our body is the temple, the holy place. It was always about the spiritual lesson. It's been always about holy life. You know, I don't want to talk bad about Adventist Church health message. I do not. That's not my intention at all. I think it's a great message. But it's got to be understood in the holistic view of it, in New Start, Right? I'm not, I'm not trying to mock veggie meat or, or brown rice. I love brown rice now. I do. When the church asks me, white or brown, I always go, brown rice, please. Because I know it's healthy and I want to be healthy. Health message is great. And I'm not trying to disrespect vegans. Although uh, they are kind of annoying to go out eat, uh, go, to go out eat with <laughs> Uh, The point is that the health message is not leading a healthy life. It's not about leading a healthy life, but rather holy life. Loma Linda Church, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, this brings a unique challenge to all of us. Think about this. Physical health is good, but spiritual health is more beneficial. Furthermore, physical healing is good, but spiritual healing is more beneficial. Amen? I pray and hope that we find that balance. Today, I'm not going to talk about how to be spiritual or how to grow spiritually because um, I'm actually doing a whole month series in October and I'm going to talk about spiritual posture 
what it means to live a life that is holy and spiritual. Okay? But here are the challenges for this week. I'm just raising awareness that health message was about holy life and holy life is the most important thing that God wants us to think about. Um, Did you guys do the challenges last week? How many of you did the challenges last week? Two people. Pastor Junie. Thank you, Pastor Junie. Today, here is this weekly uh, challenges for you. Number one, when was the last time you fasted? Anyone? Raise your hand. Zero person. This is great. Oh, two people in the back. Okay, listen. Um, uh, fasting is not a, it's, it's not a diet, okay? Um, it's not to lose weight. So I know some of you are like, oh, I'm going to fast. Like, it's going to be good for me. No, okay? Uh, not, that's not why, okay? Um, the fasting is, is, to, is to give up my most basic needs, And, and saying to God that, God, you fill my most basic needs. Okay? So every time, when you fast for 24 hours, okay, I don't want anyone to like faint and die this week. Okay? Just for 24 hours. And every time your stomach growls, that means it's a reminder to pray. And when your stomach goes, then you go, I gotta, I gotta pray to Jesus. Jesus, you, I need you. You fill my needs. So you, you do the prayer, okay? Number two, we're going to practice solitude. Sometime this week, sometime, it could be this afternoon or, or sometime this week, I want you to practice solitude. Go into a dark room or go out to the nature, whatever it is. You know what Jesus did? Jesus always had very intimate time, quality time with God. He left the multitude, and it was just him and God, okay? So sometime this week, I want you to have solitude. Practice solitude. Just you and God be connected. Talk to him. Pray with him. Okay? Number three, new start. Apparently, you know the whole thing. You, you know what N-E-W-S-T-A-R-T stands for. So go ahead. Maybe this week you can practice new start. Before I end, I want to share a testimony. Um, according to Briggs-Myers personality test, uh, my personality is ESTJ. Anyone ESTJ here? Uh, have you seen the Briggs Myers um, Star Wars ESTJ? Uh, let me show you. This is me. I am Darth Vader. Okay? <laughs> Practical, realistic, organized, and strategic. Possess natural leadership qualities. Strict boundary setter who take personal responsibility, uh, responsibility very seriously. Intensely focus on getting results and seek ways to do so in the most efficient way possible. Maybe that's why some kids at our church think I work one day a week. Characterized by their ability to preserve traditions and provide security for their loved ones. Uh, that is totally me. Okay? By the way, I'm Darth Vader. Guess what my wife is? Yoda. Okay? <laughs> She's Yoda. 
You know, I, it's, been, uh, it's been eight and a half years since I came to Loma Linda Church. And um, I worked like ESTJ, meaning I worked hard and worked hard and I worked and worked and worked and worked. First year I came to this church, uh, people said, Pastor Richard, uh, welcome to Loma Linda Church. You need to raise money because we're going to build a church. After three years, Pastor Richard, the money is not enough, so you need to raise the fund again. And then we built a church, and I got scared. I was like talking to some of our elders. Um, we're going to build a church. How, how are we going to fill the pews? So I was so scared. So I was like working hard, working hard, working hard, and that's all I knew. And somehow, um, God gave us success and everything is going fine. We have, we have several pastors in the, just in the EM side. We have wonderful staff. We got great elders. Um, it looked like things were going fine. But you know something happened to me? You know what happened is me being this work hard, work hard, work hard. At a certain point, my work, like my spiritual life, my spiritual life became my work. This is, this is one of the most dangerous things that can happen to pastors. When my spiritual life becomes my job. And I didn't realize this, but I actually... realized this summer that I, I could have been in spiritual drought for the last one year. Things are going great at church but I wasn't spiritually. And this is so odd because um, I'm not bragging or anything but I'm like the, physically I'm in the best shape of my life. I didn't look like this when I was in college, okay? I'm like running marathons. I'm working out several times a week. I I play tennis. I eat better than before. I've been doing this intermittent fasting for a year and a half. Man, I'm physically healthy, but spiritually I don't want that to happen to our church. You know, our church is full every weekend. Not today for some reason. The high school is camping and uh, we have potluck team. Um, but I was so, like, I was so obsessed with how, how are we going to fill the pews. But I realized that is not important. That is not important at all. If those of us who show up to this church are growing spiritually. But if we show up and if we do not grow spiritually, all of this is for nothing. We need spiritual growth. We need to be spiritually healthy. Is it just me? Or do you go through that too? 
Do you sometimes feel like I'm not connected with God? I feel like kind of disconnected. I'm still going to church. I'm still reading the Bible. I'm still praying. I do all of these. But still, we can still spiritually unhealthy. Loma Linda Church, this will be one of, not just me, but this will be one of the biggest struggles that we will go through as Loma Linda Korean Church members. Because successful people will always struggle with spiritual health. I briefly mentioned the blue zone before, right? didn't know all the first first years I mean what do you know about Loma Linda anyway uh, Loma Linda is called the blue zone and we became really famous this blue zone because uh, apparently because people are so healthy here in Loma Linda people live forever okay that's pretty much the idea not forever but we live for a long long time but it sounds like we're saying we live forever I feel kind of like I have this mixed feelings about Blue Zone because um, when people, when the world looks, looks at us, Loma Linda, Seventh-day Adventists, you're like, oh, you guys are like so healthy. You, you, you eat healthy and this and this. You're so healthy. Wow, you guys, are so, you guys are so healthy. And I realized this week, I don't know if that's what we want to be famous for because us being healthy is not that big of a deal. When people look at us, I don't want them to say, oh, you guys are so healthy. I want them to say, wow, you guys are so holy. Holy living is useful for everything. It has promised for this life now and the life to come. Let us pray. Lord, Thank you for the health message because it is a very important message. We want to be healthy. But Lord, more than that, help me to have this desire to be not just physically healthy, but spiritually healthy. Lord, help us to go on this this new start, this new journey that my life is not about just be healthy, and be successful but my life is to walk with you get closer to you and imitate you help us Father to know that our calling here on this earth is to be holy as you are holy in Jesus name Can we have our deacons come forward? Can we have everyone stand?